Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, welcome back. This is Jay from Jay Talk. And, of course, we have our wonderful co-host and comedic genius, Nick from the Nick Drop. Comedic genius. Good Lord. <laughs> the world is coming to an end. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dude, everybody Everybody who listens to the show, they love you. They think you're hilarious. You're a great. I mean, you're funny as hell. Come on. That's you, what we do. Yeah. That's how we That's how we roll. Now we roll. Send in the money. <laughs> <laughs> stop stop paying the comedy club and just go ahead and send it here. You know, no. go ahead. Throw a tip. <laughs> what do they call those things? Bitcoin. No. What are they, yeah, they're what are that they do online where, you know, somebody just sits in front of the camera and they they transfer their money into something else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Chronic, it's called bitcoins or well, something. Well, like no, that. but I you're you're talking about Venmo or any of those Cash apps. Well, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, cash apps is the ones where you're getting real money from people instead of um, cryptocurrency. Yeah, like a live camera in their apartment and a yeah. lady's in lingerie doing laundry and making the bed. Yeah, and they get paid through Venmo and things like that, yes. Yeah. Or what is it, OnlyFans? Fans only? or Some, I don't Yeah, I know. I don't either. I don't watch that, so. Uh, voyeurism or something like that (laughs) maybe we should (laughs) i don't think anybody i don't think anybody's gonna watch to you know or pay to watch me clean a house yeah i guess if i was wearing a bikini maybe but i don't know if they'd be watching to laugh or yeah (laughs) comedy show ever i know right exactly oh my god don't forget don't forget those <laughs> socks. Got to roll them socks up, put them in your bikini. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Where was the wah 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 or the da da on that one, dude? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I'm slow on the buttons. I'm slow on the buttons. Okay. It's good, man. We all forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you do it today? Man, it was a good day. I I'm really work's going really good this week. Um uh, uh, put my truck in the shop because it had some stuff going on, recall on some airbags and stuff like that. So I got it out today, and uh, they fixed my heated and cooled seats. That's nice. Oh, dude, that is actually nice. In Houston? Oh. Yep. Got to have both. <laughs> you got to be in Houston, you know, you got to have both. Because in the wintertime, it's butt cold. So you got to warm your tushy. And in the summertime, sitting down on black leather... It's been sitting out in the sun. 
Yeah. Hundred yeah. degree weather. Yeah. Hundred percent humidity. Yeah. yeah. It'll burn. It'll burn your cheekbones. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Burn your cheekbones. What the hell? Burn them down. <laughs> is that? It, I. You know. I guess I could say. Does is that how you do your workout? It's the okay. My brains are burning. My brains are burning. <laughs> <laughs> my biscuits are burning biscuits. oh okay yeah 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 you know you're bouncing from cheek to cheek so they don't get too hot anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no okay well that's good man that's good i'm glad to hear that things are going well you know it's, and you tell uh, me how your day was uh my day was insane um you know, even this past week's been kind of crazy for us. Um, you know, when this episode, you know, gets released, it's going to be Friday morning. And, you know, of course, we're doing the live show on the Thursday night before. So right. that's going to be interesting. But just talking about this past week, you know, it we went to last Saturday, you know, went to lunch with Abigail, had a great right. time. Okay, so I got a story to tell from our lunch. Um, you know, I don't know if Abby's going to be happy. Yeah, no, we, I, she didn't say anything. We're good. I think we're good. Yeah, um, you're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. So I will tell you, this was funny as hell. So we made a post about it, um, about our waiter being Thor. <laughs> so it, it, it just, just, folks, okay, so just imagine this. I'm sitting down at the at, at the table. Abigail is on my left. Nick's sitting on my right. In between me and Abigail, there are three women sitting at the bar. Okay? So Nick, of course, noticed that two of them are wearing wedding rings. Waiter comes up, gets our order for our drinks, you know, comes back, gives our drinks, comes back, does the order for the food, and Abigail looks up, and she said, you look like Thor. And so we all kind of looked at her. Are you talking about Chris Hemsworth? And she's like, yes, but only whenever he's playing the Thor part. So she's like, you know, very specific, he looks like Thor. And I'm like, okay, this was the funny part. Nick looks up and says, yeah, you are a good-looking guy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I just about fell out. The guy was like, uh, you could see it in his face. He wasn't sure quite how to respond. And it was funny. Nick's like, I'm not gay, but I can appreciate a good-looking guy. It was... <laughs> I gotta admit, dude, you really caught that guy off guard. Oh my god, that was hilarious! His face from a smile to a what the? (laughs) I know exactly. (laughs) Holy crap! Yes, it was hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, I I will tell you, our conversations were pretty wild. Um, We constantly were looking over our shoulder, making sure there were no children around. So we're trying to be respectful of you know families and stuff like that. But oh my gosh, the funny thing is, so I mentioned the three women. We're sitting there, and Abigail goes, gets up, goes to the bathroom, comes back. And when she now, gets, Abigail's not seeing any of this because her back's to where the ladies are. She's got her back to the bar. Yes, but she can hear them because she's closer to them. 
Well, that's yeah. That's yeah, where that's, she heard him say something. She heard them say, "I wonder which guy she's with." Oh, that's right. Yeah, and so supposedly, now I didn't see this. Nick didn't see it, but I don't think we were really necessarily paying attention. Oh. But but supposedly she stopped and and said, "I'm not with either one of them." You know, I guess in a hopes that maybe one of them would come over and talk to us. But it was just funny because it was just like, and so Nick's like, um, yeah, but they, they're both, they're two of them wearing a, a wedding ring. And I think about this later and I'm like, we should have asked him, so are you wearing a wedding ring because you're married or just because you're trying to avoid guys hitting on you? It's so, because <laughs> yeah. I've heard that story before. So, or you, you're looking for the guy that's looking for a married woman. No, or you're, yeah, okay, good. There you good point. Oh, I didn't think, yeah, that's a good point too. But no, it was just, (laughs) I know, I know. But you got it. It was a really funny, we had a great time. I I will tell you that it was really fun. Abigail's such a great person. She is. I love her to death. Yeah. And so, but yeah, just the uncomfortable waiter. I mean, he finally calmed down. He finally relaxed again. But oh my God, you really threw him for a loop. That was just so hilarious. And he was young too, early 20s. Oh yeah, yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was so it was great. So yeah, he didn't know how to handle us. Um I I'll be honest <laughs> with you, folks. He the only really thing did I not. From that boy was his youth. I know, right? Oh my god. Yeah. <coughs> so and a good service. And he was. He was a great, great waiter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very attentive. Yeah. So Abigail was so generous with the tip too, so that was nice. Yeah. Probably Phone number in there. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> She's out. She's maybe, out. Maybe that's why she couldn't make tonight's episode is because she had a date with Thor. You know, so Ooh. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to ask her next time we see her. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my, my god, god. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. over. It was what? <laughs> it was over in two minutes. I know, I know. So it was funny as hell. But yeah, so okay, so that was Saturday. Um, you know, of course, uh, what, what else is it? So of course, okay. Last two days of work. That was, I think that was, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, my kids stuff and, you know, you you guys don't want to hear about that sometimes. One day I'll talk about it, but you know, you just get busy with kids and stuff. That's normal every day. But I, I will say, um, the last two days of work. So yesterday was Monday. You know, I know you guys aren't listening to the, to this until Friday, but you know, it, for me, yesterday was Monday and today was Tuesday and today was my last day. So, of course, yesterday I walk around, you know, my the Woodlands office and, you know, I go around and say goodbye to folks, give hugs, you know, the normal, you know, it's been a pleasure and you know that kind of stuff. And and, and I'll be honest, I just didn't really do anything besides just go around and check in on people, you know, and I had a couple of people ask me a few questions, but nothing super technical. You know what I mean? It's all simple stuff. Hey, can you, can you check on this real quick? And, you know, and I'd help them really quick, but you know, it's, I had a really great time. And then today, you know, I had, it was a more of a crazy day. We actually started recording late today because me, I got stuck downtown till six o'clock and which is really crazy for me, really busy, a lot going on. and. But I I didn't get around to see everyone uh, see everyone I wanted to. Well, I was a little sad about that. But I did get to see all the key people that you know 
Uh, except for my RenFest buddy that works downtown. I didn't get to see her. Yeah, but you got all these, e- you got their emails, right? You could probably just shoot them an email and say, hey. I, I know, but, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I wanted to give her a hug and say, you know, hey, how's it going? So, but, you know, it, I'll just email her. Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. So, but the reason I wanted to talk about that is talking about these friends you develop at work, you know, and so for, for those of you who may not have heard it in an earlier episode, me and Nick met from work. Right. And, you know, we actually stopped working together in 2006 and then stopped working for the same company in 2013. So we may have still been on the same team, but me and Nick used to actually work in the same office for like years. And then I moved and took a position somewhere else. And yeah, we didn't, we didn't see each other hardly at all. No, you know? And so, but in, so that's kind of workplace friends, you know, it's really interesting. The dynamic of who you choose to be long-term friends and who you don't, you know, in the, Normal grand scheme of things, and I will admit this, but I'm not a drinker. And 20 years ago, I would have never thought that one of my best friends would be Nick because he he drinks. Maybe not. Yep. He's not an alcoholic, but you know what I mean. It's you do drink. And so it took me a couple of years and you know maybe because i was young stupid and whatever but i've grown to appreciate and respect the people around me no matter what they're what they do right and and i think that's the key is is i accept you for you you know whereas maybe 20 years ago i wasn't as accepting open Yes, open, you know, self-aware, self-whatever, you know, all of the above. So, and the reason I bring this up is, is, you know, people think about that, you know, when you're developing these relationships, keep an open mind. So, Nick's a great example. I love Nick to death. Like I said, he's a true friend. And the reason I know that is, is because when I need his help moving, he's there. When he needs my help moving, I'm there. I mean, that's a key point. He almost called me one night to bury a body, but it fell through. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true friend right there. (laughs) That's a true friend, right? They say a true friend will bail you out of jail. That's a bunch of crap because if he was a true friend, he'd be in jail with you. Oh, there you go. Exactly right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, yeah, I know. It's you know, but <laughs> oh my gosh, it, that's funny. But you know, you see those on the on the Facebook and all that. You see funny memes like that all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. So, but you know, and and it's true though. For, true friends, they look out for you, and sometimes. You know, they'll be honest with you even when you don't want to hear it. And so that that's kind of a key point. It's easy to be a casual friend, and it's hard to find the true ones. Yes. So I, I, I will say 
over my years, I've developed a couple of good friends. Um, I've had two of them besides, of course, you guys all know Nick, but Steven's a really great friend. Steven's been on the show. And Eddie is another great friend. Steven I met from work. And he was brought on, and of course, Eddie I met through work. And I've known Stephen longer than Eddie, but I mean, that just gives you an idea. It's the relationships you develop over time is just invaluable, you know. So uh, I have quite a few that I just walked away from. And matter of fact, (coughs) I'm going to mention, you know, um, he is his own favorite subject, um, Mr. Paul who is a great friend as well. <laughs> uh, and and so it's pretty funny. We actually made the, I made the joke today because, um, you know, it's, I, I'm getting ready to say goodbye and, you know, we're making little joke comments and, and uh, he said, you know, you're not the normal type of person that I would be friends with. He said, I don't generally make friends with people I work with. It's not, you know, and everybody has their personalities. Some people are very introverted. Some people are very closed off to, you know, and, but, you know, if you think about it, I, there are certain people you look at them and you're like, yeah, I don't think I'd ever be, but then they could be the greatest friends in the world. So, you know, it's, I, I, it, he tells me all the time I'm too nice. He tells, he says Nick's too nice too, but anyway. We're too nice on the podcast. Yes. That's, what he's, uh, that's we're nice the on the podcast. podcast. Well, in, in real I, life, we're throwing it down. We started this thing, and and I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Okay, go ahead. We started this thing, and the people that we were getting involved with this to listen to our podcast, to give us some feedback, because we were getting started, we were new at it, so we had our family involved. So, yes, we're going to back off on the F-bombs and the, you know, the trash talk and stuff like that. And, of course, Jay's not much of a, he doesn't curse that much. Of course, I don't have a problem throwing it out, you know, and then we brought Abigail on, her and I, we both throw down her and I, you yeah. know, so that's, that's the way that goes. But we tried to keep the show a little bit closer to PG than R because our families were watching it. Yeah. And so now I don't know about yours, but my family's not They haven't watched a couple. They haven't watched the last few episodes. So, you know, we can throw down now. Yeah, yeah. I can throw down in front of my mom. I wouldn't in front of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will tell you, it's funny because I'm actually getting ready to call my mom and tell her, well, do me a favor and, you know, stop listening to the podcast. So, <laughs> <I've> co- <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> yes, he's a good friend. He corrupts me. Yes, I know. I- I'm an enabler. Yes, you are. Oh my I gosh! Oh quit Lord, that, but yes, I'm an enabler. Man. Hey, but I only let you enable on certain things, so it's not That's like true. you know. I don't drink much. I still don't do that, even though you know, and I've never smoked. So you know, but it, it's yeah. But you know, I I did want to say on the whole Paul thing, he is really hilarious. He actually listens to the show. Some of the episodes he doesn't necessarily like, but he really does love the show. So you know, he actually asks us. He wants to go to lunch with me and Nick and just, you know, that way Nick can get the uh, the guy who gives me these one-line little jokes that I share with everybody on the podcast. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. But you know, I consider him a friend. You know? And so it's not you know what you would see as a normal hey friendship, but you know, it really worked. We we actually developed a really 
good friendship. And I, I appreciate that. So awesome. Yeah. But <clears throat> so yes, we are probably going to, I'm glad Nick brought it up. The show is probably going to take a spin, um, a little more adultish. So fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, where's the where is it? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> or your waiter Thor. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Thor. Thor. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we had one of the fans of the show actually was upset we didn't get a picture of Thor. I'm like, really? Uh, okay. We'll have to if we ever go back. We'll we'll get a picture. But tell you what, if that boy digs in, gets him a good degree, things like that, he could easily be a model. I mean, he was the boy was put together well. His manners were impeccable. He was a great server. He was there when we needed him. He wasn't there when we didn't want him. You know, it just perfect timing all the way around. Right. And he really did take care of us. And I think you know, usually in the wait staff in these decent restaurants, because we're in a really nice restaurant. Right. I say really nice. It's not expensive, but it was a brand new place, and it was really nice. Good food. Yeah. And and they usually only have like two or three tables. Well, he had like seven, and he was still killing it. I mean, he was taking care of everybody. So, Yep. Yeah. There you go, wiping my nose on a live video feed. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's right. We are on video. Yep. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah. Huh? We'll cut that out. You can't cut that out. I was talking. I know. I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so here, I want to I want to put in on the relationships through work. Okay. Because I had, I, I, I'm, it, I've had a fantastic life Good. when it comes to work. Okay. Traveling the world, professional water skiing. You know, working for Sea World, going to all these beautiful exotic places to do ski shows over in Europe multiple times, you know, right. all over the United States. And when the way it works is ski shows for most of the stuff other than SeaWorld is seasonal. So maybe eight to six months out of the year, because of the weather, yeah, we're gonna be skiing. So there was a SeaWorld in Ohio. It was only open six or maybe seven months a year. So we would get there a month and a half, do you know, practice the show, do all the routines, do all the dance routines, do all the non-skiing stuff because it was literally freezing cold outside. And then when it warmed up, we would, you know, we would start skiing the axe and get the show to, together. And then the park would open a week later and boom, we're business, right? Yeah. So I would meet these people. 40, 50 people every six to eight months over the years. And that might be the only time I'm, I ever meet them or talk to them. Now, this is before Funk Book and all the other stuff, right? So in 2006, <laughs> uh, you know, back then, if you really, you know, if you really became really good friends with somebody, you wrote a letter, right? <laughs> You're or, talking about Facebook. I'll I'm sorry. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. I call it Funk Book. I didn't want to say, you know, because... You know, me and, and what's his face are at odds, but that, that's yeah. beside the point. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And I'm... I am damn sure not calling him out on the internet because, you know, he could squash <laughs> me like a buck. So we're not going to do that. So, you never know. It may pick you up fans, all the negative yeah. press. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, you know, I like shock and awe, but damn. I know. You know, 
Everybody look up Zuckerberg. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, okay. You know, if you hear about Nick, you know, with batteries involved, you know, there's going to be shock. And he'll be if like, oh, shit. Me, anyway. If you see the picture of me on a milk carton, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I my God. Damn milk carton. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, you establish all these re- relationships. Yes. And they're short lived, right? They're very short lived. And you might, there were people, you know, you never see again. Right. 2006, Funk Book started. And a lady from work said, you need to sign up for this. It's really cool. You need to sign up. You need to sign up. So finally, she walked in my office one day, and she said, sit down and go here and, and fill this out. Okay. So what, I, who was it? Um, I'm going to have to go back to her name. It's going to give me a minute. I, okay. I actually went to high school with her brother, and I'm I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the second because uh, I'm trying to. Only reason I only reason I ask is, is in 2006, you know, that was right after, right around the same time we worked together. So. We were yeah, still you in, were there. Yeah, I was still in. I was still in Bellevue. You, you, yeah, it was right after you had taken the the promotion and moved north. I don't know about a promotion, but yes, I know the move north. Uh, whatever you were, <laughs> a lateral move in your car <laughs> a thousand miles away. I know, right? So, I I filled this out, and I got online. Well, the first thing I did was I've been really close with. A buddy of mine that's been a friend of mine for almost 40 years. His name's Joey Allo. He's a world-class water skier. He was on the tour 30 years ago. I mean, this guy was an innovator, and he's amazing. And we still talk, him and I still talk once a week, and he comes to see, visit me, and I go down to Florida to visit him. And then um, I asked him about it, and he got involved. He goes, yeah, but I'm going to be real picky on who I become friends with on the on the deal. Well, then I was on Facebook, and I started thinking about all the people that I had skied with over the years, and I started typing their names. Right. And I hit one person, and I can't remember. I think, it's, I think it was uh, oh, it wasn't him. Anyway, I'll come up with the names in a minute. But I hit friends with one person, and he had over 600 friends in his deal, and as soon as I did that, almost all of those people were all on Facebook, Funk Book, and they all friended me. So I went from, you know, just a couple of people to like 500 friends in a matter of, Seconds. I don't know, eight months. Yeah. 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 Really quick for, you know, and it was great because it that was when it was all exciting and new and all that stuff. So you got a chance to reconnect with these people that you were really good friends with for the six or eight months or the year that you spent with them, you know, and we were living, you know, <laughs> we would get, we would rent these big houses, like six bedroom houses. Right. And there'd be 12 people living there. Right. You know, and you're all sharing a kitchen and all that stuff. So, you know, you're, you're cozy. Yes. You really get to know them. Definitely mm. get to know them. Yeah. And of course, water skiing, you know, we're, we, we do our job half naked anyway. So, you know, it's, it's nothing for, you know, all that stuff to be going on parties all the time. And, you know, it was a miserable life. I just want to say that out loud. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. <laughs> but Funk Book actually gave, gave, was able to reconnect with all of those people that I've seen over the years. And now I've reconnected with another world-class wakeboarder. He's about 10 years younger than we are. So 
when he was an up and comer, we were teaching him how to show ski and then show skiing and three event skiing and stuff like that was starting to go by the wayside because wakeboarding was becoming so popular. And now Dave Briscoe is who I'm talking about. And this guy's world-class. He has a ski school down in Florida and he also has a podcast, which I do podcasts with him as well. But it's amazing because I'll go down to Florida and when I put it on Facebook, Hey, I'm coming down to Florida. You know, there are 15, 20 people that still live down that area. They're like, where are you going to be? What are you going to do? I'm, you know, we all show up at Dave's house and go, Oh, by the way, it's going to be about 70 people here at your house Saturday night. You know? Oh my God. And that's funny. And it's great. It's great. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It's unfortunate that we live so far away and that we can't like hang out all the time, but it's amazing that there were some, there might've been some bad blood or some attitude or something like that, which didn't necessarily click. But when we hit funk book, everybody was just like, Hey man, how's your life going? Good to see you, man. If I ever come down to Texas, I've had a few people say, Hey, business is going to be bringing me down to Texas. Let's go out and have dinner, you know, good for you. And, and I have a good friend of mine named Rusty Winkler has come into town a couple of times. We've had dinner. So yeah, it's really cool about that part of it. And I really didn't, really enjoyed the fact that we were able to do that. So I will tell you folks, I think it was your 52nd birthday when we were, Joey was in town and we went down. I don't remember if it was your, I think it was your 52nd. We were down in Kima at that little restaurant that's under the bridge with the great tuck. Yeah, outriggers. Outriggers, my favorite place ever. Yeah, ever, ever. Yeah, they have great tacos. They do. Yeah, really great tacos. So I remember. So I've met Joey, by the way, folks, and you know, I, I felt an honor that Nick included me in that kind of, you know, group. That's his core group. So you know, and yeah, it was his brother. Um, Joey was there. I can't even remember everyone who was there, but it was it was really kind of cool. Nick yeah. had a, 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 there were a lot of people. I mean, I think we took up like four tables and everybody oh, yeah. was grabbing tacos and yeah, it was a great time. It really was. To make it even, to make it even cooler, just to kind of give you an idea, if you've never been to Outriggers, it's closed down because they're redoing the Kima Bridge because all the sailboats come in and out inside to get into Clear Lake. When you're there at that restaurant, it's under the bridge. So literally all the yachts are coming in and all the huge sailboats are coming and going and they're all lit up and they have boat parades when you were sitting. That place was amazing. Yeah, it was. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'd never been there before, so it was that was cool for me. Yeah, I love that place. I'd go there every Tuesday. So, and But you said they're closed right now. Oh, they're done. They had to, because they're redoing the bridge, they're having to make it wider because of all the traffic. Yeah, but is Outriggers not going to ever come back? Well, there was rumor that they were going to, because the Kima of the city had to condemn their building because it couldn't be, it wasn't, it was under the bridge, but not necessarily straight under it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Widen the bridge, it's going to completely cover the building. Right. That's a, that's, you know, a health code uh, violation. Yeah. Code violations and all that stuff. So <clears throat> they had to buy them out and rumor has it they were going to, build them a place on Clear Lake about a mile away, not that that was on the inlet, which yeah. is really cool. Right. You know, Tillman Fertitta's got all the Landry's and all that stuff. 
right there on the boardwalk and the you know the roller coaster stuff and all that. That's right on the inlet to come into Clear Lake. Yeah. So that place was perfect. It was a lot of fun. I think it was my fifty second. That was this last year. <laughs> this last year. This last year. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Put your weights on. <laughs> okay. That was good. Oh my god, that was good. Fifty second. Oh my gosh. This past year. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, folks, but you know I do have a cough, so I'm trying to keep it under control. Yeah, it's really cool that it it allowed us that technology allows us to meet acquaintances and become friends. Yes, no, that's true too. I, I will I will agree with that as well. Um, you know, I actually so you know so for all those friends, I think I tried to catch most of them, but for all those people, I just you know didn't get to you know I'm not going to see you on a daily basis. You know, it, trust me, it was hard on me too. It's kind of hard walking away from those types of situations. But yeah. you know what? It doesn't change whether we're friends or not. It just changes how often we see each other. That, that's that's the key. You know? So, I mean, me and Nick, for a while there, we didn't see each other and talk hardly at all. Right. You know? But he knew if he needed to talk, or if I needed to talk, it's, you know, phone call away. So. Right. But. Yeah, so it's been it's now we're both in a position with being single and this online dating thing. We really have a lot to talk about and we we are on the phone every day. We talk every day. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> not not because I don't like talking to Nick. Sometimes, you know, it recently <laughs> is it's up and down. It all depends on what's going on, but uh, you know, he's when, not happy with my poor decision making. I think that's what he's trying to no, say. That's not like, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I am not trying to say that at all. My poor decision making. Hey, I, I'm not perfect. You know, no, no. you know. So it's not like I can have any room to complain. I'm just yes. saying that it's when you are having struggles and you are trying to work through them. Sometimes you need someone to listen and then when you're done for me and you we're both fixers so we give okay what about this point of view okay what about this and and it makes us think another way and sometimes we need that yes we absolutely do you you are the best friend when it comes to and we always joke about your brutal honesty Oh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, if you ask Jay for his opinion on something, you better be prepared for any answer. <laughs> Whatever. I don't call her indifferent. No, no, it's God's honest truth. It's because it's the I'll, honest I'll be, answer. It's, it yes. may be, a, it, but that's how I how I view it as the honest answer. Well, the thing about it is, is I might be in a situation and I'm focused on, I can't get out of that box. Yes. Or, I can't get out of the bubble. I know that when I go to Jay, he's going to get me out of the box real quick because he's going to think of something that I didn't think about that helps it, the situation improve 
Now, it's not all exact. Like, he says, this is the way it's going to be done. That's the end of the story. No, his idea puts <laughs> me in a place to be able to maneuver the situation in a positive way, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, I try to give my thought process on the situation, but ultimately it's Nick's decision based on the information given. And so if he's, like he said, if you're stuck in a box and all this information's hitting you from all these sides, it's very hard for you to take a step back. And as a good friend, I can be the step back and help him look at it from outside the box. And that's what a good friend's supposed to do, is help you look at it from outside the box, because then you can make the proper decision. It's not my decision. It's your life. I'm just there to help you try to... It's an it's it's a helpful opinion. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We do that for each other, too. I mean... No, no you know, it is. It, it, you know, he I've says... I've caught you off guard on a couple of things, so, and, hey, this is what I think <clears> of you. And you're like, what? You know... And you had to take a step back and think, well, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, and Nick's, Nick's right. And, you know, having that really is key because Nick has done that for me numerous times. Don't, don't, don't think he, just a couple of times. No, you know, I, he, he gets a lot of, maybe I don't say it, but you do help me a lot. And I, I like that. So, you know, we do it for each other. It's it's yes. it's really is key. We need you always need that one friend that's gonna make you step back and step out of your comfort zone and say, "Oh, shit, what was I thinking?" I mean, no offense, but it's that's what it is. Here's the badass part of the whole thing: if you watch, if you're an Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat, and you're on one of those kind of sites, even Facebook, right? You'll see these little video excerpts and one of them says what does it mean to be a man <coughs> what who do you go to when you have a problem and there's about four or five goes i don't go to anybody i don't talk to anybody i was learned to suck it up and deal with it i was learned to pull up from my bootstraps and you know we weren't we were you know at our age we were taught to you don't have feelings you don't have emotions you have to take care and do this and take care of the family and Provide for them, and that's your job, and shut the fuck up. Men don't cry. Yeah, all that crap. I know. Yeah, all that crap. Well, the world's changing now. The world is absolutely changing, and I need a friend that I can go, man, this is driving me crazy. I'm not getting it right. Something's wrong, or whatever my situation is. I'm caught in the middle of this drama. I'm pretty sure I started, or even if I didn't, I go to Jay, and I go, hey, Give me some time, and Jail's like, all right, you know, we got to take care of kids or do whatever. I got to do whatever. We'll we'll finally sit down, and he'll go, okay, what's up? And then I'll tell him my story. And he goes, what did you think about this? And I'm like, it's like a punch in the face, but in a good way because I wasn't thinking that. And it actually calms you down, and then you move on. Nowadays, men are starting to show emotion. Men are starting to talk to one another. And, yeah, hell, yeah, I'll cry at a movie. I ain't scared. <laughs> but throw that out there just a little joke. Yeah. I'll watch one of them love stories and I'll be losing my shit, tears flowing. And and, and looking over at my girl saying, Honey, will you wipe my tears? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm gonna share something interesting. Okay, because it's not always negative. Okay. So I'm gonna share something. I hope you don't mind. 
It's about Not you. Not at all. Okay. Folks, I will tell you this. Nick is the most witty, hilarious person. He is so funny. When we're sitting at the restaurant, me, him, and Abigail, he's a riot. I, I, every time I go hang out with him, we go to the golf course, he is a fucking riot, okay? There you go. I dropped the F-bomb. Excellent. There you go. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to tell you that. And the reason I tell you this, me and Nick were having a conversation. And this is a positive spin. Nick and I were having a conversation. He was talking about he has a mental block. What do you have a mental block about, Nick? Share with the crowd, buddy. Online dating, what's the first thing you do? Is you like or swipe left or right, however that works. And then if they swipe and they say they like you, you try to read their profile and you come up with something witty or something, you know, to do some kind of bantering. I lost it. I mean, I'm back to the, hey, nice to read your profile. Uh, how was your day? Nobody going to respond to that shit. <laughs> you know? And I'm like. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not asking, laughing. It's just funny as hell. No, but it is funny because it's <laughs> like, maybe I'm just not ready to get back out in the field and start dating again or or whatever it is. But I'll have somebody like me on one of the sites and. I'll read their profile and they're really attractive and I like their profile and you know I don't know what this this thing in the world and women and being on the beach is but every one of them wants to live on the beach but <laughs> you know and I can't even come up with something witty on on being on the beach you know Yeah I know I know so <laughs> get sand in your drawers you know <laughs> I to go to the beach all the time you get sand in your drawers I don't know. but I can't text that for some reason my brain to my fingers texting it i I have a block so i called jay i'm like jay man i'm just i you know i'm I'm not getting it so go ahead no 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 it's it's funny so yeah so he calls me and you know i know better nick is hilarious i've seen him talk to complete strangers and he's hilarious sort of like the whole thor comment he totally threw that guy off you know, Thor's just sitting there like, uh, uh, but you know, he actually, it, it, we threw out a couple of the comments that the waiter will calm down, but it was just, he took him off guard and it was funny as hell. Cause I'll be honest with you. I almost fell on the floor rolling whenever Nick made the comment. Cause I knew he was jacking with the guy. I mean, it was funny as hell. But so, he was good looking. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. I, I, I don't know. I don't look at guys like that. So, you know, I'll, I'll have yeah, to take your but, word for like, it. <laughs> It wasn't like he was model. He was model. I know what you're saying. I'm I'm teasing. He literally looked like he stepped off the magazine. He was that attractive, not in a sexual manner. I know. But he was a very attractive. <laughs> man. So <laughs> it, it's funny, yeah, folks. It's, I know, but no, he's he, a he, now. But that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I will tell you, folks. Is is you listen to Nick? You listen to the podcast. You would agree with me. Nick's funny. He's witty. He's hilarious. His mental block is literally with texting. So I will tell you, I made a suggestion, and he seemed to think, did you say it did work? Or you think it's... Yes, it absolutely worked. Okay. Okay. So the suggestion was, 
And most people don't think about this. So just think about this for yourself. What about doing the voice to text? You know, because a lot of these dating websites and including, you know, if you text somebody, text, text them, you can literally, there's a microphone in the bottom right hand corner. You press the microphone and everything you say will literally just type out on the screen. So (coughs) that's what my suggestion was. I'm trying to get him over his little mental block with this texting thing because I know he's funny as hell. He really is. Come on, we all know he's funny as hell. He, you know, if, if you listen to the podcast, how can you not think so? so More comfortable talking than texting, yes. Yes, weird. 100%. Yes. No, it's not weird. It's just everybody's nobody, wired a certain nobody way. Nobody communicates anymore. Nobody communicates verbally anymore. My 79-year-old father texts me now. Uh, okay, what the You know, I used to get a phone call from him every Tuesday night. Okay. Now I get a text message. Yeah, so I, I will take. Hey, I miss you, love you, hope everything's going good. Let me know if you need anything. You know, something like that. Right. My my mom texts me too, and you know what yeah, I, see. and you know what I do? I turn around and call her. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> I, I'm not. I I I can do text, yeah. but not. Um, I, I don't have a mental block like you, because. But you know, I think I do better through the voice. So. So how I solve that problem. With Jay telling me that, it made me think about it. Even though I knew it was right there in front of me, I, I, my brain wasn't putting two and two together. So now, if I get somebody to like me on whatever site it is or swipe whatever, whatever, I read their profile and I walk away from the phone and give myself about five or ten minutes to think about their profile. <coughs> and when my brain starts warming up and getting into second and third gear with some good witty banter. I go back to the phone, I pick it up, I push the button, I say my piece, and then I send it. And it's witty and it's funny. Like I did one the other day that I don't know if it's going to make any sense to you because of the profile, but my immediate response to her was, well, that sounds great, and I enjoyed reading your profile, but who's going to get the dog in the divorce? Oh, okay, that's good. Loved it. <laughs> that was funny. She came back right at me. She goes, "Oh, that's something we're going to have to fight over." And I'm with an LOL. Yeah, and it, it just started a banter. And I'm like, "All right, I got it. I got it figured out." Okay. So, but it took God. It took me a couple months of just looking at it, going, "How was your day?" Nobody wants. <laughs> You have a great day. I know. know exactly. It's like, yeah. Have a great day. Uh, you know, did you have your coffee this morning? Because I haven't yeah. had mine, and I'm a little cranky. Anyway, no, skinny. It's I don't know. Now I want to say I woke up naked this morning with a cup of coffee and almost spilt it in the wrong place. <laughs> there you go. You know. Uh, oh my god. So I will tell you this, folks. I've been tra- I've been telling him, you know, and he's worried about this. I don't know why where he's worried about. It. He's funny as hell. But be yourself. You know what? Be yourself. If they don't like you for you, then you don't need them. Right. I, I'm not going to lie, folks. If you are a fake when you're on these sites, when they finally find out who you are, that's when they're going to bail. Yep. You know? Because you weren't you on the site. Well, that's what I say. You put on airs because you want them to like it, all that stuff. And three to six months or a year later, 
all of a sudden both of you are comfortable and then you become who you are and they're like you're not what you were you know you haven't been the same person for the last whatever and uh, this isn't what i want you know yeah it wasn't what i signed up for yeah i'm you know you you start dating somebody and you're always going out to dinner and you're going dancing you're doing this you're riding a motorcycle you're doing whatever you go 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 and then all of a sudden next thing you know you're binge watching every saturday and sunday because that's who you were before you guys met. Yeah. You know, and one of them's like, how come we're not going? I want to go. I don't want to lay here. You I know. know. I know. I don't watch, you know, I don't want to watch 17 episodes of whatever. <laughs> Yellowstone. Now, wait a minute. Yellowstone. I'll watch 17 straight episodes. What about of the ranch? <laughs> ranch? Yeah, that was a great little. It's a, it's a funny job. <laughs> okay. But you know that that's that's the point though is is you've got to find I mean just be you it's it's easier just to be you if here's the whole thing if you're worried somebody's not going to like you you know there they're is some not. well they're probably not if you're faking it my point is there's somebody out there for everyone you know there is somebody out there for everyone just be you there is somebody out there that has a foot fetish. If you have a foot fetish, just keep looking. <laughs> really? <laughs> Abigail's going to love that one. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're a cross-dresser. There's somebody in the world that has lots of clothes in her closet. Exactly. Just saying. Yes, and she may want someone that can try them on with her. So, right? <laughs> that's the shitty part about all that, Dave. If there's somebody out there that's your person, yeah. Why is it so hard to get there? I mean, you know, you and I were married for 20 years ish, yeah. you know, yeah. give or take. And don't get me wrong, the 20 years. There were great times, bad times in any marriage. You know, we worked on it. We failed at it, that kind of stuff. Right. And <clears throat> I still care deeply for her because she's the mother of my children and all that kind of thing. You know, I might say some brash things about her now, but never in front of the kids. But that's beside the point. Where is that soul? Why is it so hard to find that soulmate? That's what I'm searching for is the question. Not looking for the soulmate, but the answer to the question is to... Find somebody that's willing to work every single day on a relationship, just like you do your job. Okay. Can 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 I answer the question? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you sure you want? <laughs> or was it a rhetorical question? Whatever. No. Do you want the rhetor- Was it a rhetorical question, or do you really want? No. no. My opinion. Yes. No. Okay. That's exactly it. I'm asking. Okay. So. Granted, folk, this is just my two cents on the matter, okay? So I'm going to give you uh, two scenarios. And and one, most of those women, they're still married because they're willing to work with the guy to make it work. Let's let's just be honest. I mean, if, if a woman is willing to work and make it work, yeah, she probably found someone who is equally wanting to do that. Needs to be, yeah. Because eighty percent of all divorces are started by women. That's not me saying that. That's statistical data, which I'm not really comfortable with. But whatever. Yeah, that seems a little high. But... Yeah, but that's, that's what they're saying. <laughs> okay, I mean, a lot okay. Of 
person now are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the and other. Man's not doing his job. Is that, is that fair to say? No. He gets in the butt. Don't get me started on cheating. That fucking pisses me off. I know, I know, I know. But, yeah. Okay, so um, the other flip side of the coin. Okay, where were we at? Oh, women and uh, women that will work. Okay, so this is the hard part, okay? And people may not like this analogy. <laughs> okay, in our, just our normal city of Houston, surrounding area, okay? How many stupid people do you think we have? Well, Houston has roughly 5 million people in it. Yes. So... Four point nine nine five. Wait a minute. Are we talking about traffic? What are we talking about? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Okay. About so let me see. Sub- subtract my my sister, my brother, my mom, my. Okay. Yeah. That's a uh, four point. Yeah. That was whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Oh my god! There is funny. no, there is no way I've lived fifty nine years on this planet where one person didn't go. That guy's fucking stupid. I know I mean, exactly. It's gonna happen. I know, so. I know. But here's the whole crazy part of it: the larger the population grows, the more stupid people there are. Right. You know. So you think about that: the larger the population grows the harder it becomes for us to find those diamonds in the rough. That's how I look at it. Needle in the haystack. Yes. Well, and, you know, it's a five million haystack at this point. I mean, freaking hell. Needle stack. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. So that's, that's that's my two opinions. That's what I think. It's insanely hard when you think about it. Used to, you lived in a small town, you were much more understanding and forgiving about people's quirks because of the fact that it's a small town. There's a small group of people. There's a small whatever. If you didn't find someone to be happy with, you know, that it's going to be you tougher. Didn't do it. Yeah. You didn't do it. So now, because there's 5 million people in this small area, people are like, well, I can be picky and, you know, I don't necessarily want a guy who, you know, sort of like you. I don't want a guy that's 5'6". Well, what if he is a quality guy and treats you better than one that was six foot? What oh, are I you missing? Find... What? That's what I'm saying. They're thinking, no, there's so many people out here. I'll find one that's a good guy that's six foot. Yeah, good luck. I'll wait. Yes. In the meantime, I'll abuse the five foot six guy or girl. Either one. I mean, yeah. I'm not bashing on women or men because both of us are shit. I mean, we're just we treat people like crap. We're selfish. We're narcissistic. We're whatever. Okay, you maybe, but not me. Well, not, <laughs> I'm not saying. Everything. I know. I know. I'm, I'm teasing you, dude. I know what you meant. But yeah. you're, you're talking about in a, as a society. Is what you're talking about. As a society, men and women, no offense, they're equally offensive, equally treat people like crap, you know, and it, we no longer treat people the way we want to be treated. Yeah, that's a bad thing. 
I mean, it really is. You know, people talk about love, but yet you can't treat somebody. You can't treat your neighbor even remotely nice, you know. And so, really? that So that's the hard part. Yeah. You know. I live in an apartment complex, and the people that live above me are young, and they got three or four kids and a couple dogs. So you know there's going to be a lot of stomping and that kind of thing. Yeah. Never went up there and knocked on the door. I never turned the TV up loud, that kind of thing. And my apartment faces the pool. So in the summertime, I'm not exaggerating <coughs> by saying there'll be 50 kids from 3 to 12 years old screaming at the top of their lungs. And it's really nice to hear those kids' happiness and everybody's just having fun and playing and, you know, Right. I enjoy that. Some right. people get pissy about it, you know? Right. I I probably would be one of these people that it would grind on me, but I think I would probably just let it be. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I and I guess that's just part of my personality. If it, I mean, that's just a lot of kids. That's a little overwhelming for me. Well, yeah, and, and it is noisy and all that stuff. And if it was a bad day, then, yeah, it it would eat at me a little, a little bit. Yeah. And if it bothered me that bad, you know, we're not talking about this going on till, you know, after dark. Usually they're all, you know, it's real quiet here. I love this place because it's quiet after dark. Right, right, exactly. o'clock. But if I'm that troubled or that bothered with it because I had a bad day or I'm just not in a good mood or I'm not feeling good, I'll go somewhere. Yeah, go grab you know? a beer, go mom, grab a drink. Yeah. Hang out with mom. Hey, yeah. mom, let's go to dinner, you know, or See, you know, just go hang out at the local tavern. <laughs> but see, that's good. I know. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Maybe call a friend say, hey, dude, you want to go hang out? So. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's a good way to put it, though, is, is you're, you're trying to have a little understanding for those kids and the fun they're having. Because, you know, when they start growing up, they're going to have to deal with the real life. And when they remember the good times... Maybe they'll pass those on to their kids. Yes. Maybe they'll stay positive and, you know, happy. Exactly. That's a good point. Never thought of it that way. See, that's what what good friends are for, you know? Make you step out of your little box and look at things a different way. So, okay. Anything else, man? I think we, uh, you know, it's been a good uh, episode. It has been fun. I like these off-the-cuff kind of things or where we... You know, we didn't really do that much prep, and we've been talking about doing a couple other different types of shows, and we hit this one, and I was like, all right, you take off, and I'll I'll follow your lead. And I was blank. I was like I was texting this, the whole thing. I went blank for a little bit, and then when he started talking, it started bringing out all that information. That's what makes this fun. It really, really, it does. It does. I'm a little more prepared. I will tell you, the first off-the-cup episode, I literally... Took him off guard because I didn't even have a subject. I said, he said, what are we talking about? And I'm like, I don't know yet. Hit record. <laughs> he was like. Literally that fast. <laughs> he did it that fast. And I mean, the look on my face was like, oh, shit. Hey, all right, listen close. Turn the volume up because whatever he says, you're going to have to come up with something funny to respond. All right, here we go. That was probably one of the best shows we did. And. I think it was one of the longest shows we've done. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about the recent one we did because I oh, did yeah. throw you off guard, and and you yeah. know he called me on it. He really did. It was pretty funny. So, <laughs> you know, I I deserve to be called on that one. 
it it was funny it it was so i i i actually a little it, it actually threw me a little awkward too because i'm sitting there like okay i'm ill prepared which i am completely a planner nick will tell you i completely you know am like got some subject got some idea of what i'm going to talk about and this one i was just like yeah i don't know i'm like i'll just do the intro and we'll figure it out it, it was just kind of like what it's like what the hell? So he done half of Joe Rogan shows. Doesn't he do that? I don't know. He might be on the podcast for two or three or four hours, mm-hmm. however long he does his stuff. And all of a sudden, his producer or somebody calls and says, "Hey, so and so's on the line," and he shifts gears and you know does a phone conversation with whatever star, or whatever UFC fighter, football player, whatever. Oh, so he doesn't have a teleprompter telling him when to change subjects. He he might, <laughs> but they do they do throw you know curveballs at him. I know. I understand. I know. It's I just was curious. That's just funny, you know. So, but I mean, you got to think he's got a really great team that helps him. But yeah, I mean, no, he's a great conversationalist. Don't get me wrong. For two hundred million dollars, I'm sure he's got a massive team. <laughs> Good point. He walks in, smokes <laughs> a little doobie, and then they go to work. You know. Yeah. And then he go. leaves. They do all the hard work and the heavy lifting. And, and the marketing and all that, yeah. But he's at, he's at that point. I mean, he is it. Yeah. So he's the talent, so you take care of the business, you know, and it works. Yep. Well, One fo- day we'll have, we'll have people taking care of that for us, Jay. Okay. We didn't start as early as we should have, so we got a lot of catching up to do quickly. I know, I know. That's, That's where we talk you guys into... Follow us on Podbean. Send us some emails. If you got any good subjects you want to talk about, let us know. Yeah. If you have any, any criticism, I'm not scared. Uh, no, exactly. I'm not scared I, either. I don't have a problem with you coming in and saying, I don't appreciate or I don't like or whatever. Tell me about it. You never know. It's just like when I go to Jay going, man, I've got this block. And he steps me outside the box and we can do something, you know, on the show. Yeah, and there's no reason why you guys can't come to us. And it's like, oh, you forced us to step outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. So, and by the way, we respond to all our emails. So don't, don't, don't think that we're going to ignore your email. Most people that have emailed us actually are very surprised. Abigail, another good example, she actually, um, you know, emailed into Nick and Actually, was very surprised. Nick responded, and then I think it was a month and a half later, we got her on the show. So yep. you you never know what may happen, you know. And and for us, it's about real people. It, that's the one thing that's beauty about our podcast. It's real people, real emotions, real feelings, real stuff. Whether it's funny as hell or whether it's serious hell, you know, it's real stuff. Life. It is life. Yeah, and life is both. Funny and challenging. So, you know what? We just deal with it. So. And this is fun. It is. So, I, I'm, of course, we want you guys to email us, follow us, as Nick said. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else you want to share with the? No, sir. No, sir. I'm good. Okay. So, you actually made a comment about the last, the off-the-cuff that you liked my new ending comment. And so my question is, do you miss start doing it for this podcast too? Yes. Really? Yeah. 
Okay, so I got one last line before I do that. This is for all of April's friends. I'm a Gemini. There you go. Now you can tease her. Past that. Yeah, you know, some of you folks may not. Maybe one day I'll explain. But that was just for April. Anyway, uh, past that, you know what? Keep listening. Keep following.